I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United United States States veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. military vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets... Sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the the No Shave Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Chair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. I am Jay Tilly. Hey man, I, I'm glad we're doing like a 10 minute episode today because there's not much to talk about. So no, not at all. as Cody says, so Jacksonville. What do you want to talk about? Man, boy. <laughs> so we, we covered WWE on uh, Thursday or Tuesday show, and uh, today's AEW day. I have a feeling we might get a little more discussion out of this because, holy crap, All Out was really good. <sighs> Dude. And so I, I don't know if you got to, I know you hadn't had a chance to watch it yet, so I don't know if you've caught up on it or not yet. Yeah, but- I caught up on a lot of it uh, through YouTube, which I really appreciate. I'm not going to call out any specific streamers because I don't want their... Um, you know, accounts being shut down, but a lot of really good <laughs> feeds and like, it's really cool. Cause you get their point of view and then you hear what they're saying. And it's like, it, it almost amplifies the excitement of just some amazing professional wrestling and yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah all, all out was, so they had all in, which was good. Borderline amazing. I think when it came out or walking out of, it, I was like, man, that was probably one of the best pay-per-views I've seen. And then they turned around and did all out, and I'm like, dude, I actually think that was better than all in. 
in some aspects. So really interesting show, man. All all out was very uh I don't even know how to put it. It's almost like the and you know, we, we can get into the CM Punk talk and all that, but it's almost like that dark cloud that has been hanging over him since Brawl Out last year is gone. Not that everything was horrible the whole time, but you know, with Brawl Out happening, that that kind of put a black eye on, on AEW in general. Right. And it was the anticipation like, well, are the elite leaving? Is CM Punk leaving? Are they both leaving? Okay, we're going to separate shows. Okay, that's still kind of weird, but if that's what's going to work, that's what's going to work. So then there was this weird thing. All right, well, now we have um, Collision, and now he's not letting people come on to Collision. and doesn't want people on there. And then he's cutting promos after Collision on Hangman Page, who had nothing, who's been nothing, kept his mouth shut this whole time. Right. And then, so it's like all this weird stuff happened, and I almost feel like, not that CM Punk was a black cloud, but it's almost like Tony Khan finally put his foot down, made a decision, and as a leader, finally grew into that role of, uh, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. And, you know, yes, I'm sure it was a tough decision. And he came out in front of the live crowd in Chicago and announced it, did the video package before Collision. So he absolutely did like the business part and and owned up to it and said, hey, I made this decision. And, you know, the stories keep coming out on what all happened backstage. We'll never know unless they actually release the video that I guess got caught. But it just made the whole vibe of All Out to me feel a little different. Like, it felt like the guys went, all right, we, we don't have this hanging over us anymore. Let's go out and put on a hell of a show. And, man, they put on a hell of a show from just some really good booking decisions that I didn't see coming right away to, you know, Ricky Starks carrying Brian Danielson in a match. Dude, that and I know if you're listening, it's going, what? Totally. But, no, it's true. Totally like, Brian Danielson said it. He said, he said, my arm is not healed. I had to come in and do this. And if it wasn't for Ricky Starks, I, he carried me that match. Like, that's a huge shout out from a legend. And, yeah, top to bottom, it was a great card. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, things going into it, like the, uh, was it Shane Taylor, Samoa Joe? When they booked that, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. But then when it played out, and the fact that it was actually part of this MJF story they're going to move forward oh, with, I was like, man, whoa, yes. that was really good. Yeah. Like, I understand why that was on the card, because it, it gave that little shove, you know, the, the meme we see all the time of Samoa Joe shoving young MJF, it gave him that shove and, you know, led into this whole, oh, it was just like, that's genius booking. Yeah, I yeah, I can't wait to see MJF try and do a kangaroo kick on Samoa Joe and Samoa <laughs> Joe walk out of the way. Just step away. <laughs> and freaking MJF is laying on his back, like, and I, I like, I'm... I'm not happy or glad, but I, or happy or sad, but I find it very, um, I don't know the right word, poignant, I guess, because you use the word finally. And you as a AEW original, as close to original as a fan mm -hmm. can come, like a, everybody, Jay Tilly was there at the press conference. We are, we don't live and work that far from Jaguar Stadium where they announced everything and Jay Tilly was there. That damn, that's a damn original, you know, and for you to say, finally, um, I, I think that's very significant because your, your fandom sort of starts to wane after a little while. You're like, okay, like I'm a huge CM Punk fan. It's whatever. Um, but like for you saying I'm a huge CM Punk fan, I'm a huge AEW fan, Tony, Thank you. Like what we've been saying, should have been saying to Trish all along. Thank you, Trish. Thank you, Tony, <laughs> for sacking up 
and holding your wrestlers and account. I don't want to say employee because that just sounds subservient, right. but I'm his wrestlers are amazing. And like you said, that cloud is gone now. And now they're like, all right, let's go. We got nothing to worry about. Let's grip and rip. And, and I, I think so. All Out itself was was good. Enjoyed All Out. A lot of it was very, uh, very well done. And like I said, there was that vibe in the building too. Like even with the fans, like I really thought coming into All Out, I'm like, this could be rough. They're going to get CM Punk chance. They're going to get FU Tony chance. They're going to get all, I didn't get any of that. And to the point where like, you feel like, cause at first I thought, well, maybe it's just me thinking, okay, it's finally done deep breath. Cause I'm not going to lie. Even at all in, I was going, oh God, I hope CM Punk doesn't get in a fight with anybody. Like <laughs> every time he's around, it's just like, yeah, don't let him talk on the mic. Don't let him do this. Cause you hear the stories of collision. You're all, so all that together. And then for it to happen, I'm like, God, man, why yeah. ruin it? Why ruin that Damn. special thing? Yeah. Whether or not it's so upsetting. Jack Perry. Yeah. Like whether or not Jack Perry meant malicious by it or not, which I'm sure he did. I'm sure it was supposed to be a dig, but Dude, it's words. Yeah. It, it's it's words. Like, why like are you that sensitive? Anyway. Yeah. So yes. And and I and I thought, okay, maybe I'm the only one that's gonna think that way. But the the reaction to the fans at all out made me realize that, okay, maybe I'm not the only fan that was finally like, oh, <laughs> oh I can breathe. Okay. We can move <laughs> yeah. forward. Like we don't have to worry about, all right, well, CM Punk's gonna be here on this time. So that means Elite can't be here in this building. Sorry, All right. Jesus. That means Hangman has to be over here. Oh, wait. He doesn't like Christopher Daniels either. So he has to be. Oh, wait. Christopher Daniels is also the head of talent relations. Well, then how come? Like, what? You know, it's just like, ah, uh, now. I, and, and I'm sure the decision was hard for Tony Khan. Oh, but at yeah, the same time, yeah. he had to feel that too. Like, oh, God, I don't have to worry about. All right. I need to book CM Punk at this time. Get him in, out and out of the arena before these guys show up <laughs> to do their match. And I got to make sure he doesn't say anything in his promo that hurts these guys' feelings. And it's just like, wow. so it's got to be a relief. And watching All Out, I think everybody kind of felt that. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. Now we're back to being All Elite. We're back to All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. And personally, I think that carried over into Dynamite. So yeah. so I thought this Dynamite was a good show. Yeah, I, I thought Dynamite was really strong. Um, I really enjoy... Um, collision like the the whole like energy of the show but um and then you know r reports are that basically tony has tapped uh the american dragon as his right hand and that has got to be so freeing for tony who's got his hands in literally everything in sports and wrestling and multimedia and NFL and soccer and all this other stuff. He has someone that is not like full of drama and is like a borderline, not even borderline, a legend. And if he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, like Dave LaGreca says over on Busted Open, um, if he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, they probably should do away with the uh, wrestling hall of fame and you know, all that. Cause I just, I'm so impressed and I'm happy. I was so happy to see him, but at the same time I was a little confused because it's the American dragon. It's the BCC and he shows up all smiles. And I'm like, wait a minute, are we getting played? Are we going to, is this going to blow up? Cause the BCC, this has got to come like, it's going to have to fester and just America, just imagine Brian Danielson, and Moxley for the international title on collision on September 11th or, you know, that 
just, you know, something significant. It won't be on the 11th because the 11th day, but you kind of, I think you get what I'm saying. I just, I'm super impressed and very, very, very proud of AEW. And uh, I commend Tony for making this decision. Cause like you said, it had to have been heartbreaking. Like, Oh my God, he's like not my childhood hero, but I've looked up to him my whole life. And to have him like be right here with me to work with, boom, it blows up in his face. Not once, yep. but twice, twice, yeah. twice. And yeah, it, it's yeah. Had, had to have felt a, a little bit of relief on that. And then you mentioned, you know, Brian Danielson coming in and how it was weird for the BCC. I agreed, but I also understood that it was like, oh, God, I just filed CM Punk, fired CM Punk. Who am I going to put in there? And, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Danielson came in and said, put me in, coach. Yep. I'll do it. Hey, man, your arm's still broken. I'll be all right. We'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> so Now, how awesome is this for Ricky Stark, too? He's 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 now done good business with the right hand of Tony Khan. He did great business for AEW period. He's been stopped and started, you know, more times than any other wrestler on the AEW roster. And now he comes out on the other side and he gets this major rub from Brian Danielson. Dude, Ricky Starks, you better gas up the Jets, man. He is I I don't know what they're gonna do with the collision situation with the title. And if the uh, real world's championship is dead now, um, but he needs to get strapped up and be the face of a division of a really, really good, high quality feud. And um, man, I yeah, I mean, now that now that CM Punk is gone, Ham, Hangman Page is sitting there. That would be some fun um, styles make fights. I think that would be really good. Maybe he goes into it and there's a big mix up with uh, Big Bill. And, you know, there's a program with him, you know, that might not be significant enough because Big Bill, he's he is who he is on the roster. He's a big dude and you can't teach that. (laughs) So from from what I understand, and again, I I don't have inside sources or anything, but just from what I'm reading, I'm like fightful and putting together pieces. Sounds like CM Punk had a pretty heavy hand in uh, the booking of Collision. So which. You can kind of see it. Yeah. You, you see some of the stuff he did, but apparently, like Brian Danielson is going to step up and fill that hole now. So, um, so I don't know if he's going to have full control over Collision or what. But I mean, why not give it to yeah. him? He's he's got the mind for it, and it's something he's talked about wanting to do. So, hey, give him a run at it. But that brings me to the other thing about CM Punk. Like, and, and I and, and it's going to come off like I'm complaining about it and I'm mad about CM Punk, which I am, but more disappointed because I, I am a fan. It was great to see him come back. I got goosebumps when that cult personality hit the first time in AEW. Oh, yeah. I got a big, big lump in my throat. Like, yeah, me too. It's like, oh, my God, this is happening. This is awesome. Yeah. But he blows his spot at or not blows his spot, but he, you know, blows up at Brawl Out last year. And so all the fallout that comes with that. And so, you know, Tony Khan probably went to him. All right. Like, here's what we're going to do. We'll keep you guys separated. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you your own show. I'm going to let you get a championship. You're going to take it. You run this show. I'll bend some of the because there's some like AEW, you know, things that they had always laid out that they didn't do. Like you didn't see screwy finishes. You didn't see all this weird stuff. So it's almost like he gave in some of those when CM Punk came in, too. Oh, I didn't even and catch gave that. him all that was, this. That's stuff. strong. That's a good point. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. Like. You know, he almost gave in to some of the older tendencies that AEW had gotten away from for a long time. Um, and, you know, inter- just just weird, funky things and gave him his own show. And then he blows it up again. Like, how much can you give a guy and and say, you know, I'm going to give you all this. I'm going to give you all, all you got to do is don't 
beat up anybody backstage. <laughs> just let let it roll off your back. <laughs> and he can't do it. The first oh, major man. pay-per-view where they're intermingled pretty well, he can't do it. And not even during the pay-per-view, it was on the damn pre-show yeah. with Jack Perry of all <laughs> like, people. And like, does, no offense to Jack Perry, yeah. but it's Jack yeah. Perry. So knowing what went on before the match and the match that we got with CM Punk and Samoa Joe, what is your view or feeling about that match, knowing what happened prior to and the business that was done even after all of that occurred? I, I think it shows how much of a professional Joe is because you know Punk's emotions were probably high. Now, I'm sure Joe and Punk are probably really good friends because they've had rivals, and, and I'm sure they so I'm sure he was able to talk him down a bit, which all accounts say he's the one that broke him up and got him to go out and Seriously, do the match because yeah. apparently he wanted to quit. So, but at the same time, like it gave me a new respect for Joe, which obviously Tony's paying back because now he's going to be in this program of MJF, which we'll get into dynamite here in a minute, but oof, what a promo battle. So, uh, I think it's maybe a fitting end to Punk's career that he went out on top with an AEW championship in front of the largest crowd, oh, you dang. know, ever That's a good point. opening the show, yeah. largest crowd ever in wrestling with one of his best friends from what I, I think, I don't know for sure, but I would assume they're pretty good friends, you know, getting the win over them, standing in front of those crowds. So in retrospect, looking at it, like as a big moment, like if that's your retirement match, can't really go out any bigger than that. Uh, you know, it's, it sucks. There wasn't more pomp and ceremony around it, but that's his own fault. So, yeah, that's and, true. and I'm not saying yeah. he won't Jesus. pop up in WWE or he won't pop up in TNA. I just, I don't know if anybody would be willing to take that risk because if, if you put him in a locker room, even in a locker room, by all accounts, before he got there, he even said it before he got there was a good locker room and not a lot of politics. And the boys were all out to have a good time. And, you know, they weren't cutting each other's, you know, cutting out, you know, stabbing each other in the back to position and everything. And he said that that's what he said, brought him into AEW. And in a matter of two years, it's, it seems like it's not that way now. Wow. Yeah, that's so you're going to take him and put him in WWE, which I don't know the culture in WWE. They're a lot more tight lipped, but there are stories that have come out in the past about how it's very cutthroat. And, you know, the Miz tells the story about he couldn't even change in the dressing room. He had to change uh, in the hallway because yeah. he didn't pay his dues and Randy Orton shitting in people's bags. And so, you know, it's not a great culture to begin with. You're going to throw CM Punk in there who, you know, would come in as a prima donna. I could see him walking into Rollins' office and saying, all right, I, this is Seth. You go share with everybody else. I'm taking this private dressing room. So I just, I maybe not. Maybe he'll go in there and be smooth. And if he goes to WWE, I don't know that he will. I just think he needs to walk away. I think he's just, it, it's obviously too much for him. Um, so, yeah, it's a shame we're talking that about that much CM Punk stuff when I really wanted to talk about All Out and the Moxon Orange Cassidy match that just absolutely blew my expectations out of the water. The uh, Takeshita and Omega match, man, some of those, I swear I thought <laughs> I thought Omega broke his necks like four times in that match. What a hard hitting, just brutal match. So, but again, we're talking punk, but this should be the last time. Hopefully yep. we won't talk about punk anymore And you, because the point of it all was to say that I feel like that that's, it's cleared the air now. Right. Um, I dropped on our No Shave Man Cave on X or Twitter, whatever your icon says, if you haven't updated your app or um, <laughs> a couple of the threads there. So CM Punk recently, congratulations to CM Punk. He recently received an honor from the Cauliflower Club and uh, received the, the Iron Mike Award. And the speech he gave was 
just like it really made me feel like I wish I would have followed like and I'm air quoting here my dream because I wanted to be a professional wrestler. And at the time I wanted to be a professional wrestler, I was like five, seven and weighed maybe 100 pounds on a good day after (laughs) dinner, maybe. And um, before a good poop. Yeah, before. And, you know, CM Punk was I mean, that was essentially the speech like I grew up. I didn't ever really fit in. I tried different sports and it just, it never stuck. And, you know, now here he is and, you know, every he'll, he'll go down as a mixed bag in professional, the, the pipe bomb promo, the, this promo, the, that promo. But when you listen to his speech, it sounds so different than the human being that we hear about through all of the wrestling media. So you could be on one school of thought, one If you're pro punk, hey, he went over to this young company because he wanted to help elevate them and, you know, all these zeros I can't walk away from either. Um, He goes over and the all of the wrestlers and the EVPs are a little bit younger. They're trying to make a name for themselves. They're trying to push the company. They're targeting punk because they know like his reputation. So if you're pro punk, you're like, oh, they targeted me, blah, blah, blah. If you're anti-punk, he knew what he was getting himself into, and he just needed to be an adult. He needed to be a legend. He needed to be a Hall of Famer. Well, um, I'm neither side of either or. I am a pro wrestling fan, and I really wholeheartedly wish that it would have worked out. And I wish CM Punk nothing but the best, him and AJ. I hope they just go off into the sunset and have so much success, and they're so happy. Um, they don't think twice about what happened and we don't talk about almost like Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno anymore and, uh, we're ready to move on to the next chapter of AEW, uh, post-punk. Yep. I agree. And you know, his, his speech was really good and I agreed with you. And I think that's one of the things that draws me to wrestling is the, oh, there's so many of those underdog stories. You know, you hear about these guys who didn't fit in, who didn't this, didn't that, who are now... Orange Cassidy just did a really good one, uh, Dynamite last week. Really good speech. Darby Allen has done those kind of promos, and you, MJF is is another one who yeah, I was about again I was don't about know how say, real yeah. MJF yeah. is, but you know throwing quarters at him and calling him little Jew boy and and all this like all this stuff. Yet they come together and they allow us to suspend our belief and enjoy professional wrestling. And I think that's a point that a lot of people miss nowadays. And we get into this tribalism of, like you said, pro-punk, anti-punk. Okay, they you go on X and you think these guys are going to go out and war each other <laughs> and spit venom. And, and they're so toxic about, well, it's, you know, they should have fired Jack Perry. Oh, they should have done this. And Jack Perry went off script and, Jack, and this. Or, you know, CM Punk was a scumbag. It's so toxic, but... That's where I think wrestling fans, us, need to kind of come together and go, guys, just enjoy yeah. it. Be positive, right? Like, we talk about it. Like, I'm not a huge uh, WWE fan, but I enjoy it. I'll sit and watch it. You're not, you weren't. I'm tur- I've turned you a little bit, but you weren't Facts. a huge AEW fan. But it's not like we got on here and I went, Jared, I hate you. You're stupid. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. WWE sucks and you're wrong all the time. It's so wrestling, whether you want to say it this way or not, but it's art. And art is subjective, and people are allowed to have different opinions about it. Uh, I think where some of the goofiness comes in now is that we have so much access to the the non-kayfabe and the, the kayfabe and the shoot 
And so we get into this mindset of almost like we form this parasocial relationship with these wrestlers. And I don't think it's always healthy. Not saying don't be a fan, but your life doesn't hinge on whether this person (laughs) is really who they are on on the show, right? Like the Ultimate Warrior wasn't really... Well, yeah, he was a little crazy, but he wasn't a warrior painted like he didn't wear face paint in 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 real life. Right. Brutus the Barber Beefcake was not a real barber, and and you know, well, the giant was pretty big, but yeah. but you know, I mean, it's it's like yeah. you know, George the Animal Steel didn't really eat cotton all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like he was like a professor or something in the city of Detroit. And I like right. how you used the words you used because you're like, it's you know, we watch wrestling or we enjoy sports entertainment. Because of the suspended belief, we didn't fit in, or we didn't play traditional sports—the the soccer's, the footballs, the basketball. Um, you know, we skirted around and used to have to sort of live in the shadows as wrestling fans. I played D and D, and D and D, like we were. <laughs> you know, we had ulterior, alternative entertainment. Um, I'd watch, um, you know, all the guys skateboarding, and I'd just be sitting there watching them skateboard, like. I'm going to go home. I've got some pro wrestling illustrated. I've got, some, <laughs> I'm going to go home and read about what time Tommy wildfire rich was. I can't wait to see Tommy wildfire rich in, in real life. Cause at the time I didn't, we didn't have access to Georgia championship wrestling. And a lot of the people that I tape traded with, all they had was like the, the early start of the Japanese extreme, um, oh, yeah. you know, before there was CCW, CZW and ECW and everything. And man, it's just, you know, so you have the suspended belief and then you have the diehard fan who just suspending their belief. Uh, they're, they're not just suspending their belief. There are times where us as fans were delusional. So like I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame fan and I think every year, yep, this year the golden domers we're winning one. Okay. Let's calm down. <laughs> Our recruiting recruiting class, yes, we are in the top 10, but uh, Dallas Cowboys fans, delusional. I'm a New York Giants fan, delusional. Uh, Raiders fans, every year, the Raiders. Okay, fine, whatever. Wrestling fans are, we're just diehard on what we're diehard about. I love what I love. You, you really love what you love. And there are times where our compadres in our fandom are like dude are you on that stuff like dog like just relax just enjoy it and how you and i were able to like dude check this out watch this match this is the match i need you to watch and i'm just like dude where i've been sleeping on this and now here we are uh just really enjoying just this awesome boom era of professional wrestling all the great stuff going on in japan stardom uh, New Japan with uh, a couple of women's titles now, which I think is just sick. Um, and the titles are beautiful too. I love that strong title, just awesome. I love the color and the design and and uh, everything. And it, it's just there's so much good stuff going on. And if you don't mind going forward, and you're you and I were much the same school of thought. We are not going to bash people for what they think about professional wrestling. And when we start taking phone calls, it isn't going to be like. Hey, Jared, you're a dumbass, and uh, I hope you, uh, you know, get 10 counted in life. What the hell does that mean? Like, so CM Punk, thank you for the memories. Uh, I'm not going to future you, endeavor future endeavor you, because that's not fair. Uh, wish you nothing but the best. And uh, I still have one of your shirts, and uh, 
I may or may not wear it one day. Yeah, I've got a few, and I'll probably wear them. <laughs> and you know, I found my American Dragon shirt the other day. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, it it it's yeah. And you know, you you said you said something earlier about right clean slate, and I think that's what dynamite was to transition to talking about dynamite a little bit. Is I felt like so I felt like all out was like okay, here we go, and I felt like dynamite. Dynamite to me felt closer to some of the older dynamites than we've had in a while. Awesome. I understand it was a probably place setting, as Tony Khan has said in the past, how he after pay per view we kind of get this dynamite where he's putting pieces in the in you know in the uh, position and I felt like that on this dynamite for sure but I also felt like the vibe in the building was a little different uh, it wasn't the biggest crowd I think they barely made 3,000 if that in uh, the farm dome or I don't, I don't remember where they're at but you know it was a small crowd but there were times that that crowd sounded a lot louder than they have in the past and I thought there was some just brilliant booking on this episode of of dynamite and to start off with the first probably 15, 20 minutes of it with, so you get Orange Cassidy coming out and Orange Cassidy cuts a promo about, hey, I'm not a champion. They told me to stay home, but I don't want to stay home. So now we're seeing this and, you know, I'm going to be here every week and I'm going to keep fighting. So Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This, I don't care, I don't want to be here from wherever guy now is likes the limelight and has realized that he enjoys this life and he's going to almost like he's going to start trying. So we've seen this evolution of his character and I love his I'm freshly squeezed and I don't have a catchphrase. I love it. <laughs> Which I get now has shirts. become his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. I need to get that I want, shirt. I want to get I want to get that shirt. <laughs> but. So we've seen this evolution in his character, and he leaves as John Moxley's coming to the ring for his title defense with A.R. Fox. I'm like, that's weird booking. Like, how did A.R. Fox, whatever, you know, it'll be a squash match and everything. Well, then Orange Cassidy waits on the stage because he doesn't really want to leave. He's enjoying the spotlight, and I don't think he's done with Moxley. A.R. Fox and Darby Allin come out, and you get this moment between Darby Allin and Orange Cassidy, and I'm like, all right, that's interesting. Then you get the A.R. Fox in the ring, which leads to the story with Darby Allin and Nick Wayne. That's going to also take place later in the night. So you've got Darby Allen watching A.R. Fox in the match with Nick Wayne. They're watching on the screen. And now you've got the end of the match and A.R. Fox is getting beat up. So Nick, you know, so Darby Allen leaves Nick Wayne and runs and runs into the ring. Well, Nick Wayne has been saying, like, I don't know why he forgave him so much. He literally beat the hell out of me, bloodied me up worse than I think he's ever beaten anybody. But Darby's leaving him to go check on A.R. Fox. And then Christian slithers in there and drops some, like, Hey, I looked up your dad. Yeah, he really did suck. And, you know, tell your mom, I, I'm check her DMs and all that. 
But like all that took place in the first 20 minutes and you set up all these storylines. It made me go, I kind of want to see Orange Cassidy versus Darby Allen. Oh, yeah. It made me go, I really want to see A.R. Fox versus Nick Wayne again. Ooh, I want to see Darby Allen and Nick Wayne, which we're going to see. I want to see Hill and Nick Wayne team up with Christian. Ooh, maybe we'll get a Christian versus Nick Wayne. I'm there for that. Like they did all this in that little nothing match for Moxley. And we didn't, and obviously we set up like, oh, Moxley and, and Cassidy again, maybe. And like, there's other stuff going. I just was like, that's the kind of booking I remember falling in love with AEW on is these things that you don't think matter. Like this match that's going to be a nothing match to go, oh my gosh, like they've connected all this stuff <laughs> yeah. now. And and we get it again later in the night with uh, Hangman and Swerve. So you get Swerve or Hangman comes out and, you know, cuts a promo about donate money. And then Swerve just comes out and cuts deep. And now I'm like, that's a match that I never thought I wanted to see, but I really want to see now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And they're they're both really athletic. They're both on the complete polar opposite sides of the spectrum where Hangman is that uber white meat baby face. Everybody loves me. I've overcome so much. I had an eye patch before I was your champion. <laughs> and then Swerve. Yeah. Yeah. And then Swerve is like, hey, I'm me. I'm a mogul. I'm going to get mine. And if Swerve isn't wearing a title by the end of this year, um, I mean, not that I, I don't want to say they've missed the mark because he's still going to be getting paid and he's still going to be on the top of the card. But him carrying a title would really put some legitimacy on him and that title. And I, I love I love how you were talking about Christian. <laughs> that scummy bastard. like. Hey, make sure you tell uh, your mom I said hi. Dude, yeah. <laughs> dude, where they're going with this, I could see them coming down and Nick, whether um, whether Nick is fighting joining Christian or loving that he's getting attention from Christian, and one of these times they're going to pan to the crowd and Christian is going to be sitting with Nick's mom. Yep. And Darby <laughs> yeah, Allen... And and AR Fox are going to be sitting there going, this is this is what I was telling you. This is who he is. He's more of a father and a role model than you'll ever be. And it'll just be like, like, man, or or uh, Nick Wayne's mom's going to be sitting there and Christian's daughter will be sitting on her lap or something. Oh, <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, so dirty. Yeah. Something awful. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I'm like, Damn, that'd be kind of funny. That's freaking dirty. You, and funny. you can see Christian doing that. Like someone kept and he's like, security you know, grab this kid. Like, oh man, I love it. I freaking love it, dude. Yeah. I, I thought so at all out hangman page was on the, uh, speaking about the hangman page swerve thing was on the pre-show in that battle Royal. And I thought that's really weird. Like everybody else in the elite is on the main card and doing something. And I thought it was weird, but I'm like, I'm going to wait and see. And sure enough, damn it. If swerve didn't bring it up and make it a talking point to start their feud, I was like, see, this is the, the stuff that, Brings me back to AEW over and over again. Uh, the other just blow away, amazing promo, promo in my opinion, was MJF and Samoa Joe. Like, oh, holy cow. A MJF, I, I don't even know what to call his character because I don't want to say he's a baby face because the stuff he says is not baby face. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I, I, he's a genius. He's just a genius in this business right now. I don't know. I can't think of anyone better than him right now in on the mic work in the buying into his character 
the everything he does, like I fall for every time. Like even when <laughs> I he does love his how you said that. St- I fall for he he freaking got me. I thought he was a good guy, and he does some sticky punk ass heel thing, and then you know later, oh man, he's such a heel, and then next thing you know, double clothesline, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're champ for double. You know, I, I watched a video what two months ago him making a baby cry. You know, at a at a signing <laughs> when he threw that. Throwing- <laughs> throwing toys and stuff and looking at the babies and making them cry and, oh, and now i'm like chanting from midget double clothes and i'm like god dang it he's good Dude, yeah but and, and that's a guy that's just studies the business and his in-ring work is great so but that promo between the two of them i really enjoyed that and this whole twist with roderick strong and adam cole like that it's such a great again masterful booking stuff that i'm really into uh then we had the the, the sex gods or low sex gods. I guess it's not the the. It's just low sex gods. Yeah, when they when they um, do the pose in the ring, yeah. I'm like you dirty dogs. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Jericho man is probably one of the best tag team mind booking. I don't know how to put it, but every time I see him in a tag team, I'm just like good. And I, I've just got to think that it's him because it's it doesn't seem like a coincidence when every like I think the sex gods are one of the best tag teams out there. And I hate that they're kind of building it up to be an end to them. Cause I would really love to see them do a run, go against FTR, have some matches against the young bucks as the sex gods and just have a good run as the two of them. Because I just think the magic between the young bucks and the sex gods, I think would be a really good match. And I think FTR and them would be good, but I understand what they're doing. They're, they're doing the pull your heartstrings Guerrero and, and uh, Jericho are going to break up and have a match, which is fine. So do you think this pairing, I mean, yeah. So do you think this pairing is good for Jericho's image or for the current and future of Sammy Guevara? I think if, so I think everything Jericho has been doing with Sammy is good for Sammy. Uh, I think he legit took him under his wing. I think if they have a match and Sammy goes over in the long run, obviously, which I think Jericho will do, um, you know, love him or hate him. Jericho is pretty good about doing the job when he needs to do the job. It seems like um, he did it to Will Offspray. He's done it. He's done the job to Darby Allen. Like he is not he, he doesn't have this ego on him. I don't I don't yeah. think I, I don't know it him doesn't personally seem like it. Yeah, I totally I mean, agree. If you want to call me Jericho, we can get to know yeah, each other hey, personally. That's Chris, cool. But uh, you know, have have your two favorite veterans talking about wrestling and a bunch of other shit. Bam! Ellie J or Jay Tilly, the No Shave Man Cave, coming to you on Jericho's uh, Talking Jericho. Yeah, Talking Jericho. I'll watch some horror movies if I need to. Oh, and, man. Uh, we'll talk about it. I'll have to watch that, that might during be pushing the day. <laughs> <laughs> All the lights so on sc- with it muted. Yeah. So scary. <laughs> Looking at it through my fingers like, no. <laughs> it's funny. I, you know, I, I was talking to somebody today about horror movies, and I think... It's something to do. So I think maybe I had this conversation too. Like, I don't like the horror movies. I don't like the anticipation. I don't like, and I think it's because I've lived that, you know, <laughs> like I don't need to watch it on TV to remember going, Oh, what's coming at me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, and it's funny because a lot of the veterans that I know uh, are the same way. They don't watch horror movies because especially ones that really got into it. Like, why would I want to watch that when I've seen it in real life? Yeah. You know, yeah. Anyway, was... off subject. That'll be yeah. for the Remember 22 yeah, episode we do. <laughs> yeah. So we have uh, we have a lot of really good stuff going on. AEW goes out and smashes every record on the planet. Has what I considered uh, a five beard pay-per-view. And then they turn around and they one up themselves with 
a five beard with beads match a card where you're just you've bedazzled your beard or you've got you know something i'm like whoa 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 let's slow down because we can have the card we can have all of those rosters we can have two separate cards and attitudes of shows and have super shows um you know every quarter where you're involving you know the new japans the um impacts the uh, what's the other you we talked about it the other night with um it's not dreamcast wrestle dream yeah a tribute show to uh, antonio anoki and like there's just so many options and i really don't think punk or not um i don't think they should do away with collision because that is such a fun show to watch and just the flow of the show generally the crowds are really excited and I don't know if it's because the way they record it, because they record the um, AEW Dynamite and then they do Rampage. So I don't know if that changes the vibe. And then they do Ring of Honor recordings, too. So I'm not sure if the Ring of Honor is first and then, you know, whatever. But you can totally tell the crowd on the collision shows. They're here for it. And, you know, I I really just like to all the wrestling fans, um, be, you know, be a diehard New Japan, be a diehard Impact, AEW, WWE, whatever, but watch everything and take it all in. And then you can appreciate, you know, how much better you like your product. You know, I'm a big WWE fan. I like the finished product. You don't get the finished product with Impact. The lighting is different. The the miking of the ring is different. Um, it's a 500, 600,000 person crowd. So the acoustics is different. Just like when you watch um, NXT, you get a finished studio show, which is so bizarre, but it works for NXT. So, um, yeah, I re- I'm glad we, uh, you know, we started talking at work and uh, you turned me on to AEW. And man, I can't wait till they do another um, another show here at Daly's Place in Jacksonville and roll out the um, the meet and greet with all the wrestlers right there in the in the training center for the Jags. That is so much fun. And just the the vibe and energy in Daly's place, just super cool. It's like a eight or 9,000 seater underneath the Jaguar Stadium. And it just works, man. It totally works. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I miss I miss them being here. It was, it was a blast going. But we'll travel if need be. I mean, when we get to it, uh, I'm hoping to go to All In next year. Oh, so baby. I need to, I need to, well, I mean, I'm hoping we get invited to all yeah. in next year. But, you know, if not, maybe we'll have to pay for our tickets and go. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you won't have the same passport issues that uh, Becky Lynch recently had. <laughs> she won't be heading to uh, she won't be heading to India to be on the Super Show due to a small tear on one of the pages in her passport. Are you serious? And uh, yeah, so she's uh, she's going to be staying back. And I, and I think it works because she's going to be in a pro- uh, program with the uh, prettiest um, moonsault in professional wrestling. That's her, her words, not mine. Okay. I, I will I, say I do like it. I, I saw it the other day and I, did she change it up a so little bit? I watched recently. She doesn't turn her head anymore. Well, and the other thing I saw, is she bounced from bottom rope to middle rope to top rope and did it. And I don't remember seeing her do that before. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, that that's pretty slick. Like it that's was different. so smooth. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that, that might She's take so EOS athletic. God, no, I like EOS guy. As she's bringing it around, it just reminds me of Sammy Guevara's kip up, how it's so smooth and he just comes up like, dude, that is a 
but yeah, so AEW doing a lot of really good things. Their women's roster is getting bigger and better. The the fact that Brian Danielson is going to be back, I'd really like to hear again that um, Omega and Hangman are involved with the producing of the women's matches because they were really bringing some awesome matches. And uh, rumor has it that Mickey James is considering a producing role. And with Nick Aldis being over with the WWE now, she may be heading to the WWE as a producer. But if she were to end up at AEW, that would would bring some really cool storytelling to uh, AEW's women's roster. Speaking of women's roster, man, we even like it's been a weird show for us to do because we usually kind of try to go through every segment. But we got on a tangent about CM Punk and the future of AEW. But I thought that match with um, Emmy, I'm going to butcher her name, the Statlander match, uh, which was what I think it was the second match. Oh my gosh, those two went out here for a six-minute sprint and was hard-hitting, and I just, I was really impressed with that match. And again, I keep going, give me more. Give me more women wrestling like that. Like, we want more of it. And Tony Storm, I'm loving this character. Chin up, tits out. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, watch out for something with the shoes. (laughs) Next thing you see, whoop. Chin up, tits out. (laughs) And don't forget to watch out for the shoe. It's uh, yeah, that, that work she's doing is really good. And I'm curious where they're going to go with it. Um, yeah, AEW, man, this, this show between all out and well, I mean, all in too. all in was really good between all in all out. And then this dynamite, I'm like, oh, man, if they can keep this street going, um, you know, they're allowed to have poopers every once in a while. But most of the time you want to keep it kind of kind of slick and running. I'm hoping they keep this trend up and get back to their roots. I wish they'd bring back the damn ratings. I, the rankings i mean because i think that was one of the coolest things they did and i hate that got they got rid of that but yeah where where wins and losses mattered and that was just so different because like you hear as a sports entertainment fan unless you were like a a tried and true georgia championship wrestling because they they made like wins and losses seem you know more significant and um yeah i, I you know i'd like to see him get it back to it and they don't talk about it but they still display it so the other night they showed that um statlander was nine and oh i'm like okay that's cool but why is that significant and you know talking talking about so like okay so take ricky stark i i said a few minutes ago we need to strap him up he needs a title and because he could make a title and a title could be a big difference they never they don't show him walking around with the the um the owen hart title they don't talk they don't even bring it up the only title or only belt that they talk about is the belt that he used when he um beat um steamboat so you're like okay so he just had a great match yes you know the match went the way it did with brian danielson the american dragon and um you know i just like that would be one where you'd be like okay well you know he's lost two matches in a row and he really needs to get back on track because he's down at the bottom of the rung And then, you know, they start the show with him like in the parking garage or, you know, something. I'm here because I'm not going anywhere. Next thing you know, he's got a he has a a damn parking parking lot brawl match. He wins that. And then toward the end of the show, he's standing in the ring. I'm not going anywhere till I get someone in this ring and I'm going to build my record back up because I'm coming after you 
whether it's Moxley, whether it's Chris or uh, Luchasaurus or MJF, you might think that you're the champion, but there was someone here before that was carrying around the real world's championship. I want to meet the other person that thinks that they deserve that title, you know, more than me and out comes Hangman Page. Yeah, I was the world champion. I was this, that, and the third, and I lost, you know, I never had my rematch after I hurt my eye or whatever, and now we're going to go and out, t- out comes Tony. Good morning, <laughs> Chicago. How are you? No, no. Has that little... His eyes get up. <laughs> yeah, man. There's you, and you're much better at booking um, AEW than I am. But there's got to be a way to get from here to champion with Stark. And I mean, and you're like, oh, well, wait a minute. You know, there's a lot of real. You're right, man. There's so many good uh, wrestlers on that show that yeah, we just to be talked champion. about Swerve. Yeah, Swerve, dude. He needs to be. He needs to be strapped up. I don't want to see him as a tag team champion anymore. Um, and then I'm, I'm talking out of both sides of my face right now because I'm like, well, we need another, we need him to be a champion. I believe that Mox as the international champion is the right call. I think that MJF is the world champion is the right call. Um, I love the story with Christian and Luchasaurus and that TNT championship, but I think we need a couple of titles if we're going to have two shows, so it's going to show you're going to have the Iron Man title and you're going to have, you know, I don't even know. And I because I don't want to discredit the TNT title and everything that Cody did and Brody did for the title and everything. But yeah, I, those those two specific, uh, I think, would benefit from being a champion. And you could say at the same time, like, well, Moxley doesn't really need a championship. Well, no. Yes and no. Like, what are you doing with Mox? He has been the workhorse for AEW for, you know, for the last two years because CM Punk got suspended, got hurt, won the title, lost the title, got suspended, got hurt, and now is fired. So you're like, okay, well, CM or uh, Moxley was just trying to take yeah, a few yeah. days off. I don't know if he ever got his vacation. And he's been here grinding it out. Yeah. And, <clears throat> he, and he's been grinding it out. And now here, here he is as your international champion, which, by the way, I thought I bought. <clears throat> Damn. So thank you to uh, my uh, poor eyesight when I purchased a title. I thought I bought the international title and I clicked the wrong icon and I will be getting a vintage, I'm air quoting, of a uh, all Atlantic. Still the same belt. It just yeah. has different flags and on it's it, I think. Be- it's, yeah, it's still a beaut. It's so awesome. And I've got the, uh, the white intercontinental championship for both WWE and IWGP. Uh, we'll be here on the 12th. So super excited about that. And, um, you know, something else that I'm super excited about is when the hell are we going to see Jade Cargill? Yeah, I'm not sure. Cause there were rumors she wasn't coming back. Then she's been stirring the part that she is. So I, I'm not sure, but I'm, uh, yeah, I'm ready for her to come back too. And it'll be a nice, it'll be a nice hit and a nice splash. And I'm hoping she comes back and is accompanied with Monet because I think that would be a cool little, you know, cool little tangent or i don't know man i just want to see mercedes show up somewhere again what were some of the rumors what are some of the rumors that you heard because i've heard a bunch of different ones and it was like i'm like man i'm not gonna get my hopes up but i like her showing up anywhere right now mercedes um especially right uh aew is the one i keep hearing which is why she was at all in but she's not cleared to wrestle yet so um from what i understand she was supposed to be at forbidden door and was supposed to be taken on 
I don't remember who it was, but yeah, she was supposed to be at Forbidden Door in a match. And yeah, all, all the talks and everything kind of points to that she will probably end up. But I think she might do like Moxley and kind of be on one of those open free contracts, which AEW is a place to go for that stuff. Because yeah, Moxley shows up at like independent Yahoo shows and beats up Mace Warner. So I mean, it's just. Yeah, he shows up at damn like hog wrestling yeah. and warrior wrestling and. You know, I, I don't know. Um, and, you know, we, we still have to finish planning the rest of our trip to um, the city of brotherly love when we get, head off to WrestleMania. But Warrior Wrestling, uh, if there is a show and it doesn't conflict with one of the other shows that we want to go to that may or may not be at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Um, and I would love to some Warrior Wrestling, just the energy and the vibe and um, whew, man. I wonder if, Sick. yeah, they're, they're one I'd like to see. And I'd like to go see Mission Pro Wrestling, too. That's the yes. one. Like, I don't know if they travel much, but that's another one I'd like to see is Mission Pro. Because I think yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. A lot of really good women wrestling in that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, if we have to travel to uh, to Texas, I'm, that's, I think we could figure out a one-hopper from Jacksonville to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth and get a rental and, and drive. Hit uh, Mission Pro if up. If need be. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or we, or we fly out of Samford, which is... Uh, you know, just an hour and a half or so from here okay. toward Orlando. And they have those little one hoppers yeah. to places if Mission Pro is near there. Yeah, I'll reach out to my contact and uh, see what we could do, you know, get get over there and catch a show. Yeah, please do. I was uh, I was just looking at the clock. Holy cow, this is literally the fastest show we've ever done. Cow, it's been almost an hour, too. That's crazy. Yeah, I just looked up and I'm like, wow, we didn't even co- cover a lot of this stuff I wanted to cover. But that's all right. That's what uh, continuation's for and keep people on the hook. So, but we uh, appreciate everybody listening. So if you're watching us on YouTube or Rumble, which we go live on every single Tuesday and Thursday, knock on wood, we keep that trend up. Uh, Like and subscribe, hit the notification button so you know when we go live. We're working on getting this better and we're starting to throw some shorts up and seeing how those come out. So we appreciate everybody hanging in there with us. If you're listening to our original format, which is our audio format only, uh, we are at 144 total down, 144,000 total downloads, uh, which is amazing. I would have never thought we'd have got there so quick, and it's amazing. So we appreciate everybody that, uh, obviously, we have some loyal listeners that listen a lot, and we appreciate everybody doing that. Again, like, subscribe, download it so, so you don't miss I'm anything. I'm sorry. So speaking of loyal balls. fans, so I recently uh, had a below average haircut um, situation. And I've been kind of like trying to piece everything back together. And I was like, I got to I got to almost hit a reboot real quick. And my guys over at the clip joint, uh, Charles uh, didn't know me from Adam. I go walking in. My sons go to the clip joint right here in uh, St. Augustine, uh, St. John's on 210. I go walking in and he goes, "Are, are you waiting for someone specific? And I was like, no, I'm just waiting for the next open chair. He sits down, we start talking. He says to me, so uh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, you know, I work for a company that you probably buy a lot of stuff from. And um, he's like, oh, cool. You know, so what else do you do? And I was like, oh. and I kind of giggle. I'm like, well, I got this little side hustle where I, me and my buddy, we talk about uh, bourbon, barbecue and body slams. He's like, huh. And he kind of like sucks his teeth and he says something and he goes, what's it called? And I was like, the No Shave Man Cave. And he's like, the No Shave Man Cave, a couple of veterans talking about wrestling and a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, dude, I was so I was laughing so hard. And one of the guys sitting over on the other side, he looks up and goes, what? And I was like, yeah, I 
have a podcast. We talk about wrestling and stuff. And he's like, dude, that's so cool. So shout out to uh, the clip joint over here in St. Augustine for making my day. And uh, Charles, you're the man, man. I will be back. And uh, if you swing into uh, the clip joint, tell him that Ellie Jarrett and Jay Tilly sent you. He'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> so funny, man. Oh, man. So again, like you were saying, That's thank cool. you so much. Super humbled. Uh, we're just a couple of dudes. We would be talking about wrestling anyway. And this is just such a fun forum. And the people that we've met and uh, the hustle that Jay Tilly's been doing is totally um, not represented. Um, but yeah, he's he's killing it behind the scenes. So to everyone who's listening, I totally appreciate the the grind that you got going on, dude. I uh, appreciate it, man. Well, go ahead and take us out, man. Yep. We, we're there. Might as well. Hey, there it is. Hey, just like Jay Tilly's been telling you, like, share, subscribe, the No Shave Man Cave, wherever you get your socials and your podcasts. To our brothers and sisters at arms, thank you so much for what you do. We really wholeheartedly appreciate your your efforts and our, and our freedom. So hurry up doing what you do. Get your ass home because your family needs you. To our friends, our fam, we'll see you back here. Man, we are going to see you back here on Saturday, part of the Fantasy Sports Corp, the No Shave Man Cave. Come check us out uh, 7 to 8 on Saturday. We'll be talking all things professional wrestling throughout the week. So until next time, my friends, my fam, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Man Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.